ready for that special day. Rooster's Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next appointment or use the new Roosters app to see more of the services they provide. Located on Pelham Road in Greenville. Walt Tula Road Rage, we are back. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my favorite golf story. I've told this before. I, I just uh, I, I love uh, I love telling it. Uh, it's it's my all time favorite golf story. I, I, in my entire life, I had never been in this much pain. I'll, I'll explain. Uh, by the way, if you want to get in with your favorite golf story, we don't normally do that, but on Fridays. Uh, we uh, we uh, we like to keep it a little light on Fridays. If you if you want to, at least until football season, then it's always football Friday. But it's uh, all business, right? But if if you want to get in with your favorite, now look look. Let me just before I before I open that up or the, even the possibility of that, let me just say, if your story starts with uh, you hold out from 185 on the 18th at Augusta to win the Masters, that actually wasn't you. You hit your head while you were watching somebody else on TV. Right. It, that actually was not you. Yeah. You know, Remember, Rona, somehow one day, like a million years ago, we had the Little League thing, and everybody who called <laughs> yeah. in was like, oh, you know, I hit the game-winning home run, and the, yeah, okay, sure you did. That's not the Little League team that I played on. That wasn't your Little League story. Your right. Little League story, Mine you sucked right, in yours. Right, right, right. Well, now, that's a little, that's a little over that's the top there. That's what you said. I, well, I mean, you know, again... I, you lost the game. Yeah, well, I'll give you the cliff notes of that. I was not a pitcher, but we were down uh, to no arms. So, uh, so I, uh, I I took the role, and and I, I was doing two things. I was striking dudes out, and I was walking them all game. Two things. We were winning going to the last inning, like uh, I don't I don't know what what it was, uh, three to one, something like that. In the last inning, I walked the bases loaded, and it was still just me. Uh, I walked the bases loaded, and then this six-foot... You know, both these stories revolve around six-foot-six doofuses. So this six-foot-six doofus who was like, you know, Literally. 47 years old, who yeah. was clearly cheating, clearly in violation of the, the league rules. Nobody's six-six in Little League, you know, except, you know, Shaq. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and so... I grooved this fastball, uh, well, you know, what I would call a fastball, but I grooved this fastball uh, right down the middle of the plate. And uh, and the the uh, 47-year-old uh, cheater uh, hit the ball right over the center field wall. Beyond the center field wall, there was a, a, a flagpole that went way up in the sky. That ball went over the flagpole, and last I saw it was headed towards the lake that was there. Yeah, it was. You know, forget the forget the uh, Babe Ruth five hundred eighty foot home run. The longest home run ever hit was hit off me. 
kid off a 47-year-old yeah. right. little league right. kid. Right, a 47-year-old little leaguer, probably a first uh, steroid user, too. Oh, yeah, that's where steroids <laughs> came right. from. That's where they all originated. Yeah. Probably the first, the first steroid <laughs> user. Matt, I'll get to you in one second. But here's my here's the golf story, because this, this is the funniest story ever. When I was a, little, when I was a kid, uh, there was this nine-hole... Uh, course down Listen, the... start you know all your stories start out with when you were a kid and they're all they're all bad and mean <laughs> when you were a kid yeah, there were you some... go on vacation when you're a kid uh, to forts you know, nikki house well you know poor nikki yeah Hallis. he would probably agree with you but yeah. but uh but uh, anyway you didn't pick him up and smash him again <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't pick him up and smash him again. A reference to DeBazio dropping poor Charlotte for a second time. Yeah, you're 100% right. It was only once. There was enough blood the first time. Uh, but, oh, yeah. But, uh, but, oh, yeah, like like massive blood. <laughs> yeah. Massive, yeah. massive yeah. blood. Yeah. Very unfortunate. How bad. For him especially. How bad. <laughs> but, He's okay, by the yeah, way, everybody. Lived. Yeah. This wasn't like something who killed someone or something. Um, Yeah, he's fine. But so there was this nine hole uh, golf course on the street for me. And and I would uh, walk down or ride a bike down. And and I I, I frequently would meet this this, uh, friend of mine, this other six foot six doofus. Not the same six foot six cheating doofus. This is just a a regular six foot six doofus who probably owns a major corporation by now. He was a smart guy. Probably. Yeah. But. but we would play this course a lot and and uh and it was called pleasant view it had some other name too but but uh so on this golf course the fifth hole went downhill the sixth hole went uphill and was parallel to the fifth hole and went uphill and there was like a giant oak tree which really blocked a good part of the sixth green so, also at the six-hole tee box, there was a, a a spring water pump, which was just insanely good water. So, I'm pumping spring water to get water, and I turn around, and the dude I'm playing with, again, the six-foot-six doofus, has uh, teed up his ball, and he is facing the fifth green that we just came off. And I said, Mike, what are you doing? And he said, he said, I'm teeing up. I said, Mike, I said, we just came from there. That's the fifth green. We just came off that. We're on the sixth green, Mike. He said, I know. I have a wicked slice on the, the, the exact quote. I have a wicked slice on this all. I said, Mike, I said, you are facing the green we just came off. I said, dude, I don't care how wicked your slice is. There is no way, Mike. There is no way possible your slice can be bad enough to make up for the direction you're facing. And he said, Walt, trust me, I have a wicked slice. I, I raised my hands up in the air, just like I'm showing you and Ron. Raised both hands up in the air. I'm like, okay, good, Mike. So I'm sitting there Rona, watching him tee off. He tees off. He hits the straightest ball he ever hit in his life. Went right over the fifth green into the woods. And then the sun. No slice at uh, no all. No slice at all. None. Just as straight as an arrow, right over the green. <laughs> I was in agony. Forget golf etiquette. I was on the ground. 
I was rolling laughing. <laughs> I was in pain. I, I actually was in agony. Uh, it, 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 I have never laughed so hard in my life or so long. Golf was over. You know, for, <laughs> golf was this is like. There's no way to recover from that. I mean, uh, and again, I warned dude like, like uh, I don't know how many times that no matter how bad your slice is, there was no human way your slice could be that bad. Impossible. Yeah, the ball would have to turn. Right. Turn, right. Take a right turn. Direction. Take a sharp right turn <laughs> like no ball has ever been hit. There's yeah. No human, no human on no earth way. could bend a golf ball that much. And, and this dude straight over the other green right into the woods. Uh, it was, it, it, to this day, I still think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and, and it happened on a golf course. Uh, Matt in Greenville. Matt, how are you, Matt? Good to have you. Hey, hey, Walt. Thanks for, uh, getting me in. Um, I, I don't have a golf store, but does a putt-putt story count? Oh yeah, putt-putt. It involves my, it, it involves Joe. Uh, when we oh, were teenagers, be- we went, we went out with, uh, some relatives or whatever. And we were at a pup-pup place, and you know, I think we were 12, 13. We didn't have a lot of discretionary income, so to speak. But if you lost your ball in the middle of the course, you would have to pay 2 $3 back. <laughs> I think he used the last $2 to get on. Uh, the ball went into the, the water, the waterfall or whatever. Oh, no. And they, died. They, they died the water blue. Let's just say I may have given him a nudge. <laughs> and uh, he, he fell in the waterfall, and he looked like a Smurf the rest of the round. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's probably my, my best. <laughs> yeah, and it was probably, looking back, it was probably bad. It was, it was like November, probably. October, so he probably froze, too. <laughs> oh, man, so, uh, that's why he has a bitter And I don't streak. think I've ever told him I gave him that nudge. If he's listening, sorry. Hey, minute, minute. <laughs> oh, he thought look. it accidentally happened? Hey, look, putt, putt, miniature <laughs> golf is, you know, that's a competitive deal. Oh, uh, yeah. I went. I quit in the middle of it. I couldn't take it. You quit in the middle of pop pop. Yeah, I dropped my I dropped my thing and I walked off. Uh, Ramona had pop pop road rage. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is stupid. This is never going in. I can't take it. Yeah, uh, but that, that's my closest story. <laughs> hey, by the way, yeah, Ramona, uh, Matt. Uh, hey, a texter wrote Ramona. Hey, hey, Walt. I'm outside. Your baseball just went overhead. Yeah, just saw it. It did. You know, I saw Oral Hersizer one time. I can't remember whether it was McGuire or Canseco hit a ball off him, and Hersizer just turned and looked at, at the camera and, and and just laughed and and and, and mouthed, "Wow!" You know, like you know, what am I going to do? Okay, you know, sometimes you you give it up to him. You know, so yeah, it, that's what that's what I did. It was like, "Wow!" You know, I, I didn't know that any little leaguer could hit a ball that far. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, unfortunately, I went 0 2 last week in the championship games, and we have to see Taylor Swift one more time. I wonder what the prop bets for that game will be. How many times will the camera will pan to her? You know, Someone you know, said five at my work. It has to be over 10. You know, one thing I'm already hearing, 10. Matt, I'm already hearing this. I'm already hearing the, the, the black helicopter people suggesting that the Chiefs are going to win. Remember the I, I forget the amount I quoted the other day that, that Taylor Swift has been worth something like three hundred and fifty million dollars to the Chiefs in the NFL. I have I I'm starting to see people suggesting that the Chiefs are going to win because they want Taylor Swift to be part of that on field post uh, Super Bowl celebration. Oh, Lord, I, I that I could 
you know, part of you could see that. Right, right, right. Part, right. part of You want to say no? It. There's no way, but who knows? There, there might be some penalties thrown out. Um, I, I didn't have an opportunity. Oh, to ask you oh, that even day. worse. <laughs> Texter two four five is saying proposal that that you have a Kelsey proposal. Oh my after the Super Bowl. No. Oh, you can see this. No. Oh, the, this is exactly what the NFL wants. No. This is exactly oh, what the, no. Oh, my God. That, no. We're writing the whole story. We're writing the whole story right now. It's exactly no. what's going to happen. Oh, you can see it coming. I, I, I need to have gals my eyes out. <laughs> Instead of the Lombardi, <laughs> to see her, see him take the knee. That's, yeah. uh, well, uh, that's terrible. Uh um, I didn't have an opportunity to ask you at the end of the college football season. Um, what do you think about Bronco Mendenhall coming back in the game? I know it's a, probably a, not a good venue for him, but it's it's kind of cool to see him back into it. Well, look, I, um, I think he's a really good football coach. I think he's good for college football, so all that. Um, so, yeah. And, and it's terrible if Jerry Kill left. It would be cool to see them go, to, go at it a few times. Yeah. So, yep. But I appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. Uh, let me get to, um, okay, I'll tell you what, Tariel Kyle, hold on a second because I'd be cutting you short. I know you want to talk about North Carolina basketball. Deontay and Duess says, I played in a golf scramble and we used my ball once. That's the extent of my golf achievements. That's better than mine. Mine was like one shining moment. You know, I just, I had, uh, one shining moment and that was it. Uh, but, but the, the greatest golf memory of my life is not the albatross. It's watching this dude with the worst slice ever wicked slice hit it directly over the green that wicked we just slice. wicked that was the word he used wicked, wicked. yeah i'll never forget that uh, oh my god Ramon. i i was drinking spring water i spit it all over me <laughs> it, was just, it was this this dude you know what this dude wasn't very good but but that was the straightest drive he ever hit in his life yeah he probably and, never hit it like that yeah, again just perfectly arrow straight right over the other green into the woods uh, Tariel Kyle, I'll get to you as soon as we come back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, yeah, you know what? I've heard this as well, that uh, Dan Quinn wants uh, Chip Kelly as OC. Honestly, um, if if that happens, uh, I think that would be a good get. I, I think that I think Chip Kelly knows offense. I think he's actually more respected as an offensive mind than most fans seem to understand. And if there's a way to make Dan Quinn's situation better, uh, I think that, uh, you know, the lipstick on the pig deal, I think that uh, Chip Kelly might be might be that answer. And, I, look, I don't think that dude wants to go with UCLA to uh, the Big Ten. I mean, I, who would want to do that? I don't, I don't know. Quick break. We'll be right back. The Southeastern Wildlife Exposition, Seawee, returns to downtown Charleston February 16th through 18th with new and returning special events. Don't miss dock dogs and herding demos at Brittlebank Park. Birds of Prey flight demos at Marion Square, live animal shows by Jeff Corwin at the Galliard, the sporting showroom at the Charleston Marriott, and so much more. Tickets start at $35. Kids 10 and under are free. Don't miss Seawee, the wildest time in Charleston. Get your tickets today. Visit Seawee.com. That's S-E-W-E.com. 
I'm Will Davis with the Davis Law Group. Davis Law Group offers comprehensive family court services across the state. If it's in family court, we handle it. From emergency custody cases to dividing millions of dollars in assets, we're the team you want in your corner. We help hardworking dads secure time with their kids. We help dedicated moms and wives achieve financial stability. We have the honor of helping build non-traditional families through adoption and third-party custody cases. We believe that families come in all shapes and sizes. Contact us today at davis.law. Let us see how we can help. The smarter way to clean your floors, it's time to make the swap. Swiffer Power Mop. Introducing the new Swiffer Power Mop, the all-in-one tool that gives you a mop and bucket clean in half the time. The solution's built right in, so no heavy bucket, and the pad has hundreds of scrubbing strips to get deep into grout. Don't mop harder, mop smarter. Swiffer Power Mop, Swiffer Power Mop. This time of year is all about getting outside and enjoying the great outdoors. And nothing makes that more enjoyable than a meal right off the grill with fixings from your local Ingalls Market. From hand-cut steaks to fresh seafood and all types of meals with grilled and sautéed veggies, Ingalls has everything you need for a backyard barbecue, a day on the lake, or a trip to the beach. If you're hitting the road, be sure to use your Ingalls Advantage points to fill up and save money on gas. Shop your Ingalls Pharmacy aisles to save on sunscreen products and first aid. Planning a get-together or family reunion? Your Ingalls Deli Department can hook you up with custom-made platters that'll save you time and money. Need some fresh flowers to accent your home? The Ingalls Floral Department can handle that, and they also make beautiful arrangements for your loved ones. Take it from me. No matter what your family's grocery needs, you'll find it all at Ingalls. Low prices, love the savings. Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust, like Whirlpool, Samsung, and LG, in-store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of our everyday financing offers on top items, from refrigerators to laundry pairs. And there's more. Get your new appliances delivered or installed quickly at your convenience. Because Lowe's knows appliances. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Chiefs versus 49ers. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? He's in for the touchdown! McCaffrey scores! Get in at 654-ROAR and let us know. We are The Roar. Guys, my witness, people are writing in with six, six doofuses they know, wondering if it could be this guy or that <laughs> <Yeah>. guy. <laughs> they don't know you're from northern Tennessee. That's right. That's right. But that's just too, that's just too funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, to the phones. Uh, Tar Heel Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Good to have you. What's going on, Walt? You doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing well, Kyle. Thank you. 
good, brother. Good. Yeah, I just wanted to want to talk a little bit. Uh, it's been it's been an interesting year. Um, I, I want to really talk about Armando Baycott. It seems like I mean, at least in the last four games, I mean, he's basically disappeared. I mean, he hasn't done anything. Uh, and I know you were talking um, I, I, at one one point this week. We you you were talking about Cormac Ryan. We really haven't really had yeah um, what we would expect from Cormac yeah. Ryan shooting wise as well. Right. I mean, it's honestly, it's been surprising uh, that we are 9-1. and one. So here's my question. Um, uh, it's kind of twofold, and I'll take your, I'll take your comments yep. on here. Number one, what, what do you think, what's Armando Baycott's legacy? I mean, I mean, it, he's got great numbers, but it seems like, man, um, when we are a good team, yeah. um, he kind of just disappears. He's just another guy. Uh, number two, if, if we start to see um, a, a considerable amount, what we would have expected from Cormac Ryan shooting the ball, yep. Um, you know, I, I feel like we've got a we've got a pretty good shot at least to uh, to, to get deep into uh, the tournament this year. But I, I'll take your comments off, yeah. brother. I appreciate Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I I basically agree with everything you say. I, look, I, I think from the Baycott standpoint, you know, first of all, he is he's a limited guy. He's not real athletic. He's not real skilled offensively. You know, he's a big body that rebounds. And that's basically all he does. He'll get, you know, some garbage points, uh, sometimes more effective than others. Uh, but he's not a highly skilled guy. And so he's going to have these these games where, you know, you, you just don't get much production from him. And plus, a lot of the offense now this year going through R.J. Davis. And, and so, you know, now last year there were times that Carolina was too guard-oriented way too much Caleb Love, way too much ball hog, hero stuff, hero ball. And, you know, Baycott didn't touch the ball. Um, this year, you know, I think Carolina is basically playing the way they want to play. You know, they're, they're playing with tempo. Um, you know, I, I think you want this offense. You want the ball in R.J. Davis's hand. He's made good decisions. Um, you know, he's really played well. He's, he's, you know, probably at this point, the front runner for ACC player of the year. Um, you got, you've got a lot of production out of Harrison Ingram and maybe that's eaten up some of, of Baycott's, uh, production. But as far as Cormac Ryan is concerned, yeah, you're a hundred percent right. I mean, Ryan, Ryan is a guy that you expected to be an elite three point shooter because he's a pretty elite shooter. You expected more from him offensively. I think he's been I think he's been around thirty percent in terms of three point uh, percentage um, much of the year. If that part comes along, and and you would think it would, and you combine that with Elliot Cadeau is seemingly starting to figure some things out too. I, I, I think it's still a really dangerous team. You know, again in terms of Baycott, Baycott, the reason Baycott's still in college is he knows he doesn't have an NBA career. Uh, I, I just I don't think so. I, I, I wouldn't draft him until round two. Um, he, you know, he's certainly not a lottery type player, and and I think he's known that. And that just speaks to his limitations. Now, you know, again, for a guy who is limited, he still impacts games. You know, he still re- averages ten rebounds a game. He's not a shot blocker. He doesn't really change a lot of shots, but he at least he gives you uh, a, a a physical presence. But uh, look. I like this team. I like that they're connected defensively, and they certainly weren't early in the year, but but now they are. They really do a good job, sort of prevent 
sort of presenting a united front defensively. They level off ball handlers. They're really alert. When the ball moves to one side, you can see North Carolina's defense move sort of in harmony and sync. And that's what I mean by being really connected. Um, and and as such, I, I think this is a dangerous North Carolina team. I, I think I think it's a team that's going to go to the Final Four. Um, you know, win it, I, I don't know. The, the problem with winning it is, is Connecticut. Um, and I think pretty much everybody agrees now that Connecticut is by far the best team in the field. But, you know, look, the best teams in the field have lost before. You have to win six straight games. And uh, th- that means, you know, a-, a lot of things can go wrong on that path. And these aren't series. These are single games. You can have players in foul trouble. You know, there's just so many things. You can have a bad shooting night. So many things can happen in a single-game situation. Uh, but I... I've really come to like this North Carolina team and appreciate them during the year. I don't care anything about the Georgia Tech game. I really don't. It's the, the, those things happen in league uh, on the road. Your league opponents know you best. They know your strengths and weaknesses. And they, you know, nobody goes through unscathed. It's it's really difficult. Uh, Rudy, Rudy, good to have you. Good to How you doing, my hey, friend? Good, Rudy. Thank you. Appreciate you getting in. Good, good. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, I got a funny golf story for you first. Good. My, my dad was five years old back in the mid fifties. Right. And, uh, it was a firecracker back in the day called the cherry bomb. Anyway, it put his right eye out. He was involved oh, in an accident. Man. So, yeah. He only had one eye. He ended up getting a glass eye, right? <laughs> and his right, his right eye was a glass eye. It looked real. But anyway, years later, he's playing golf with his buddies and they knew about his eye. Right. But the group he was playing against, cause my daddy played scratch golf. He was a scratch golfer, oh, but he yeah. played for a little chump change. He played for a little chump change on the weekends with a, with whoever, you know. But anyway, the uh, the group he was in, which knew about his eye, told my dad to keep his eye on the ball, you know, make this putt. <laughs> he was putting, you know. And uh, so what my dad did is he pulled his right eye out and set it beside the ball. And he made the putt, and it freaked the guys out that he was playing against so bad. They Listen, well, hey, they left the course and left their money in, in the clubhouse. <laughs> so... Yeah, then my dad picked up his eye, put it back in, and then went back to the clubhouse and collected the money. That's too funny. So I don't know if those guys ever played again. I don't know. So, I like it, Rudy. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he he fooled a lot of people with that. But uh, I guess you could say he was quite the con man on the golf course. <laughs> so, but uh, Anyway, Bob, I want to get your opinion. I'll take this off air. Yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, 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 Matt Luke, uh, the offensive line commits that he's uh, bringing in? I want to get your opinion on the uh, what kind of job you think he's uh, doing so far? Yeah, thank you, bud. Thank you, Rudy. Yeah, I, I really like Luke. I, I thought it was a great hire. Uh, I thought both hires were great hires. Um, I, I think that uh, I I have long felt, I you know, years ago now, I don't know exactly how many, I, I saw an interview with Matt Luke, and I, I came away so impressed by him. Uh, I just think he's a really, really sharp guy, a uh, really smart guy. Um, and I think he's already made a significant impact in terms of offensive line recruiting, and I, I, I know he's going to make a difference in terms of offensive line coaching as well. Um, I think he's going to do uh, – I mean, I think he's already off to a terrific start. So, yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of that move, um, and I think it's already paying dividends uh, to an extent. So, yeah, um, 
no question, Rudy. I, I love the move. All right, Ramona. Let's. Uh, we, we've got people calling in asking if their team is on our on our list of uh, potential teams. Again, this is like our master list. I think there are twenty teams fighting for eleven spots. There may be some team off this list that some of you think uh, has a shot. Uh, if you want to add, if you want to get in and lobby for somebody, you're welcome to. But this is our master list, and we've got to find a way to cut this list from twenty or twenty-one, whatever it is down to 11 and then maybe see about that group of five team uh see if we can figure that out too but uh but we're going to do that we're going to post these uh, way too early college football playoff predictions and again i'm basing some of it on what i think is going to be the you know the league structure and how this thing is going to work and how many spots will be available and where those spots are most likely to go I, there, there's there's almost no scenario right now where i see the acc getting two teams in I, I just, I don't. I think the ACC is going to be a one-bid uh, league, even with the extra bursts, because I, I just can't. I, I don't see how you get there. I mean, look, is any ACC team going unbeaten? I, I don't think so. I, I would be sort of shocked, quite honestly. I think there's some balance in the league. There's a lot of interesting quarterbacks, and again, we haven't drafted the ACC quarterbacks or the SEC quarterbacks yet. We're going to do both. We've talked about both leagues' quarterback play. Um, but the way I view it is there's going to be a lot of balance in the league. I don't think anybody makes it through the whole schedule unscathed. I think the best anyone can do is 11-1. and one. And if, if that's true, then... Even in a best-case scenario for the league where you had two 11-1 teams meeting for the conference title, the loser would have two losses at the end. And I'm, I have a hard time believing with the uh, vastly improved SEC and Big Ten and the, uh, the vastly more difficult schedules that that's going to tilt the ACC's way. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think... I think it would have to take... I think it would take an unusual year, and I'm just not sure this league is poised for an unusual year. I think it's poised for a balanced year where uh, the winner of the ACC title game is getting in and the loser is probably being left out. Uh, so that, to me, answers Seminole's Ted's question. T Ted wanted to know. Ted wanted to know if we were on if the Florida State was on the list. Well, you were, you were on the list, Ted. You're on the list of the 20 plus master. 2021 teams you're on that list but I, I i don't think you're gonna make i don't know that you're gonna make the cut yeah ramona thinks that's mean but i, I don't think you're i don't think you're gonna make the cut all right ramona uh we're gonna talk a little bit about the next team on the list which is ohio state you know okay first off while ohio state lost some guys in the transfer portal which they without question did they they had probably the most marquee transfer portal hall. Um, you know, they really brought in great players. Caleb Downs' safety was probably the best freshman in America last year. Uh, he, he already looks like an NFL guy. I mean, he, he showed up on campus looking like an NFL safety. So that was a massive pickup. Obviously, I think Alabama, I think uh, Ohio State and Georgia we're in contention for him. 
uh, Ohio State landed him. Will Howard, the quarterback for Kansas State, uh, was uh, was pretty good. Uh, honestly, Will Howard's like a more advanced version of Kyle McCord. He's like, move Kyle McCord a couple years ahead, and this is what you get, although Howard gives you a little more athleticism in terms of making some plays with his legs. He's obviously going to be throwing to better receivers at Ohio State than he was throwing to at Kansas State. Uh, that should help him as well. Um, and But now he's going to have some competition. I mean, I, Ohio State brought in two super talented freshmen, and one of them was a transfer, and we'll get to him in a second. Uh, the transfer running back they added was Quinshaw Juckins. Uh, Juckins, obviously one of the best backs in the country, uh, no longer at Ole Miss. Now he's talking about Michigan as that team up north. So he's fully bought, bought into uh, all things Ohio State. Uh, they brought in Seth McLaughlin, the center from Alabama. Um, I, I think it's a good addition at a at a need position and uh and you know and we'll find out where he winds up uh in terms of that interior offensive line then they got the uh alabama five-star number one quarterback in the class and julian saying he transferred to ohio state uh to join already uh five-star quarterback Aaron nolan at least five stars by some of the systems um and and so ohio state just at the quarterback position alone brought in will howard a proven veteran commodity and two insanely gifted freshmen, uh, Julian Sayan, who is who has a insanely quick release, um, really accurate in the short and intermediate passing game. Um, and then Aaron Nolan, who is a big, strong lefty quarterback who throws a tremendous deep ball. He has the stronger arm of the two. But I think what's going to be interesting is, you know, I don't know what promises were made to uh, uh, to Howard. I'm not sure. Um, but I don't think he's a guarantee. I mean, I he's going to get first shot at it, but he was basically being beaten out by a freshman at Kansas State. And... These two freshmen are extraordinary talents. I mean, if I had to bet on one right now, at least the one who's going to get the first shot, it's, I think it will be Will Howard. But he better play well. And I think he's capable of playing well. Um, so, you know, certainly an enormous haul. You know, now again with Juckins and Henderson in the backfield. Uh, I mean, really, they have three super talented backs. They have a loaded wide receiving core. That's despite Marvin Harrison going to the NFL. They had a, an insane recruiting class. They had a terrific recruiting class already before this transfer portal hall. And so that's just made them stronger. And all that on top of the fact that basically their entire defense decided to return. You know, you have a number of teams and players whose players are returning because they want a shot at a national title. Obviously, Ohio State's whole defense uh, opted to make that decision. You know, from a Georgia front, it's one of the things Carson Beck talked about, uh, how he wanted to come back to college football to win the national title. Those two teams, Georgia and Ohio State, are certainly going to be in this conversation. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk a little more about Ohio State and take a look at their schedule.
Military veterans and active duty service members, you could become a certified cyber warrior with just 12 weeks of training at My Computer Career. Cybersecurity specialists are in high demand, and IT pros with these skills often enjoy abundant opportunity and a great lifestyle. Protect our people, liberty, and treasured institutions from cyber threats. GI Bill, SkillBridge, and other VA benefits are available to those who qualify. Learn more at mycomputercareer.edu slash CWP. That's mycomputercareer.edu slash CWP. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semaglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. LowCountryMail.com an ultimate day of relaxation and rejuvenation from Lilia Day Spa in Anderson is the perfect gift for her on Valentine's Day. Year after year, they've been voted Anderson's premier spa, and their staff is ready to treat her mind, body, and spirit in a relaxing and private setting. Choose a sweet treat package or a Be Mine package, a sweetheart or a Cupid's holiday package. Lilia Day Spa can create something special, or a gift certificate is ideal for Valentine's. Anderson's premier day spa, Lilia Day Spa, 116 Benson Street, downtown Anderson. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place, so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes choice of JVC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Your Clemson football destination. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Welcome to the Road Rage. We are, we are back. 
Uh, Dexter said inside linebackers and O-line are Ohio State's weaknesses, kicker and punter as well. Well, I mean, linebackers weren't a weakness this year, but uh, I, I mean, I, I still think that defense is probably the best in the nation, probably number one headed into next year because basically the whole defense elected to return. Um, so I, I think, you know, I, I said going into this year, uh, remember Ohio State was coming off a difficult year defensively. And I said going into this year that I thought they'd be a top five defense. People thought that was crazy. Well, they uh, they certainly turned out to uh, uh, to be that. So, you know, I I think I think Ohio State is is a loaded team and is certainly going to be a big time factor in the in the uh, conversation in terms of what happens with the college football playoff. Uh, all right, Ramona. Before we get to the before we get to the schedule, you know, if you're just thinking about this defense and and the players that return, you know, you you have two defensive ends who are um, real talents. I mean, Jack Sawyer, who uh, was a redshirt sophomore, Sawyer um, was the number one ranked defensive end in the country when he came. In. He has not quite lived up to that building, but he did play his best football at the end of the season. Um, you know, it's a you, you in returning both your defensive ends and much of this defense. Again, it's a loaded defense. You may have the best cornerback in the country in in Denzel Burke, and now you add you know on top of that uh, the best safety in America in Caleb Downs. So it's a, it's a loaded defense offensively. You know, they have five-star wide receiver talent everywhere you look. Uh, Ekbuka decided to come back. Carnell Tate is just insanely gifted. Those young receivers, Brandon Innes, Carnell Tate. And then the group they just added, you know, they added two more of the best receivers in the country, the number one wide receiver in America. Uh, So the wide receiving core, even without Marvin Harrison, is going to be absolutely sensational. The offensive line is still the question. That that's the group that sort of let them down. At the same time, you know they may have the best interior offensive lineman in the country in Donovan Jackson, and of course you bring in the transfer from Alabama uh, at center. So you know I think that group will be better, and the the running back group um, is just absolutely loaded with Henderson, with um, with. Uh, the uh, the uh, transfer of Quinshaw Juckins. And uh, the last time I knew, Dallin Hayden is still there, too. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to follow the transfer portal every second, but Hayden is a ridiculously talented young back who was just waiting for his opportunity. So if he's still there, um, you have three super talented running backs. Um, it's It's a loaded football team. Let's look at their schedule, Ramona. Okay, their first game is Akron at home. Yeah, well, good luck to you, Akron. Uh, so uh, so that's a 1-0 and deal. Then they have Western Michigan. Yeah, it's a 2-0 and deal. Then they have Marshall at home. 3-0. and Then they're at Michigan State. 4-0. Then they have Iowa at home. Five and zero. Iowa still has no offense. And they're at Oregon State. I mean Oregon. Sorry, just this, plain Oregon. Okay, so they're they're gonna be five and zero traveling to Oregon, and that's gonna be an enormous football game. Um, 
you know, again, my my belief right now is that both those teams are going to be in the playoff, at least as we are, you know, sort of openly vetting all this and discussing it. I think both those teams are going to be in the college football playoff. Um, obviously, a road game for Ohio State at a really difficult place to play, Outson, and um, that'll be a challenge. Uh, you know, I think they'll be. I think they'll be up for it, but I think Oregon's really good too, very good. So uh, that's going to be one of the, the the games of the year um, in the uh, in the new Big Ten. Um, so they go in there five and zero. Oh. You know, let's call that a half for the sake of argument. Okay, and then their next game is uh, Nebraska at home. Okay, so uh, six and a half. And then they have Penn. They go to Penn State. Um, I mean, James Franklin needs to win one of these games someday. Oh, you know what? Let's let's half that too. Let's call it seven. Okay, and then they have uh, Purdue at home. Eight. And then they're at Northwestern. Nine. And then they have Indiana at home. Ten. And Michigan at home. Eleven. Um, you know, eleven and one feels about right. For Ohio State, I think, um, you know, they're one of the teams that that could certainly go unbeaten. Um, I, I think they'll be a threat to do so. The toughest game on the schedule, I think, is at Oregon. I think at Oregon is going to be tougher than Michigan at home. I think Ohio State's going to beat Michigan with relative ease this year. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think Ohio State's going to beat Michigan like thirty-five to fourteen or something. I, I just think they're they're better. They're more talented. They're playing at home. And uh, and let's let's be honest, you know this initiative that you've seen at Ohio State, where uh, where they landed these transfer portal players. The, I think the 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 initiative for this came from that loss. I think it's Ohio State nation basically saying, "No man, we're not living with Michigan winning the national title." So I, I I think I think that's the reality. Texas says cozy schedule for Ohio State. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say cozy. I mean, I, I think there's, I think when you play at Oregon and at Penn State and you play Michigan, um, I, I don't know if I would say that's cozy. But given their level of talent, um, you know, again, I, I, I think the difference between the Ohio State schedule and the Georgia schedule is Georgia faces three tough road games and Ohio State faces two. Um yeah, so we'll see how it plays out. But I, this is a team that um, I would be basically stunned if they did not make the college football playoff. So they're going to be a part of this conversation. So uh, we're going to move them along too, Ramona. We're going to move. We're looking for eleven. We need to fill eleven spots before we fill a group of five team. All right, and and thus far we're moving Georgia ahead despite the schedule, and we're moving Ohio State ahead. I'm moving those two teams ahead at this point. Uh, next team up on our on our little uh, tour of college football. Next team is, I, I don't know if you have the same order as I do, Ramona. Just out of curiosity, is Texas your next team now? Well, no, you just gave them to me in no random order, but I do have Texas circled for some reason. 
Well, okay. So what? Are we looking at Texas next? Is that what you're trying to tell? Well, me? yeah. Let's do that because okay. <laughs> that's how it's listed on mine. I thought yeah, you. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. Um, this is a team that that uh, made the college football playoff. We predicted they would make the college football playoff. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian uh, is what uh, we thought he would be. You know, um, when Texas hired Tom Herman, I hated that hire. I was probably one of the few people on the planet who hated that hire, but I did because uh, I think Tom Herman's a buffoon. And, uh, and, by the way, cloaked as a Mensa member, which is just utterly laughable to me. Uh, but I don't know what it must be a different Mensa. It must be there must be more than one Mensa because <laughs> the, the one that Herman belongs to cannot be the regular one. It cannot be that can't be the regular version of Mensa. I just I, don't, I just don't see any why. So uh, I hated that hire. But when they hired Sarkeesian, I immediately said he's the guy. He's the guy who will turn Texas around. I, I fully believe this. I have long admired Sarkeesian's offensive mind. Uh, you know, don't forget that years ago when the Raiders hired Lane Kiffin, their first choice was actually Steve Sarkeesian. He turned them down. Um, and then obviously he, he had his issues. Um, you know, he had his issues on the West Coast. Um, alcohol was a, a demon for him. He seems to have handled that. Uh, that was my one concern. Could he handle the pressure of Texas in relation to uh in relation to his his problem, um, and he certainly has to this point in time, uh, from all that that we can see and all the tangible evidence, I, I think he's I think he's done a great job. I think he's a brilliant offensive mind. I think he's learned a lot, um, and I, I believe that Texas is going to be a preeminent national power uh, for from now till you know eternity. I just I don't think they're going anywhere now. I think they're going to be in this national title picture hunt every single year. Now they lose some star talent at wide receiver, but they brought in a bunch of star talent at wide receiver. At running back, um, you'll get uh, you'll get Brooks back, but Baxter is you know Baxter was a true freshman this past year. He was the number one back in the country heading into the year, and I think his upside is tremendous. He's a 6'2", 220-pound back who runs uh, vertically, but uh, but does so effectively. Um, he's a great combination of power and explosiveness. Obviously, Quinn Ewers is back. Um, Ewers is a future top 10 NFL draft pick, elite arm, really progressed this year as a player from where he was the year before. Um, and of course you have Arch Manning as a backup and he's only going to get better too. Um, defensively, you know, you're going to lose a few pieces, but this is still going to be a defense that's dominant and athletic. Um, I, I think this is a very, very dangerous football team. Um, it's a team that was capable of winning a national title this year. It didn't happen, but they're going to be in the mix for it, I, I think, for a long time to come, and that, that starts next year. Um, where, again, I am going to advance Texas. Um, I'll, I'll let Ramona tell me their schedule. We'll do that before we actually advance them. But we've advanced the first two we've looked at so far in Georgia and Ohio State. They, they are taking up two of the 11 spots. All right, Ramona. Uh, okay, the first game is orange-white. That's their spring game. 
As soon as it came out of my, it says it came out of my mouth. Why is that on there? <laughs> Their first game is orange yeah, and white. As soon they're as it came out of my mouth, I was like, wow, Clemson yeah. has an orange and white. Yeah, team. they're playing the orange and white creamsicles yeah, in yeah, yeah. Uh, their first game of the year. That I was, didn't see that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. The first game is uh, Colorado State. <laughs> As soon as it came out of my mouth, I knew it was wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Colorado State's the first game at home. Uh, okay, so Colorado State. Yeah. Uh, so 1-0. Why would they even put that there? And then at Michigan. I think they did it strictly to fool you. They must have. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So game, Texas's game two is at Michigan? Yes. Is that game actually in the big house? Um. Huh? Is that uh, game? Yeah, in in Arbor. Okay, all right. Um, wow, Texas at Michigan, second game of the year. <laughs> and then they have UTSA. You know, home. hold on, I, we're not moving past that. You got yet. comments to make. Um, you know, this is one of those survivable games for both teams. You know, in terms of uh, of sort of looking at the big picture. Um, Obviously, for Texas, it's a pure road game in front of 110,000 people. Um, so they won't necessarily be expected to win it. But they're going to be – look, they went to Alabama and won. They're not going to be afraid of Michigan, and it's going to be a Michigan team with a new starting quarterback, um, a Michigan team that with a new head coach, a Michigan team that's that's going to lose a lot of talent. Um, now they still have talent, but they're going to lose a lot of talent. This is a dangerous spot for for the new coach Moore and for his Michigan team against Texas. I could see Texas going to Michigan and winning this game. In fact, honestly, if I was to pick this today, I, I would lean towards Texas going to Michigan and winning this game. That would change the nature of the college football season early, other than I think these teams are uh, in the SEC and the Big Ten are going to be given mulligans. So, I think that's going to be a factor, but all right. So uh, Texas, uh, or excuse me, at Michigan's game two. Uh, yeah. I mean, game three, if we're counting orange and yeah. white. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and the next one is UTSA at home. Yeah, UTSA is a nice program. Uh, they they're not capable of being Texas. I and mean, then ULM at home. Yeah. Um, Louisiana Monroe. Uh, that's a another one. And then Mississippi State at home. When? And then uh, versus Oklahoma and Dallas. When? Uh, Georgia at home. When? At Vanderbilt. When? Uh, Florida at home. When? At Arkansas. When? Harder than people think. Kentucky at home. When? And then at Texas A&M. That's a little interesting game to end the year at A&M because I, I, think, I think A&M is going to be uh, significantly improved. I, I, I think Elko is the right coach, but I, I, I think even more than that, I think getting Connor Wegman back healthy, and again, I don't know, I don't know what his progress is. I need, I need to try and uh, figure that out. But I... I I'm a big believer in Connor Wegman. I, I think Wegman is a is a special quarterback. Uh, but that schedule, I mean, there are there are several tough games, but it's 
talking about Ohio State's schedule being cozy, I think that's a pretty cozy schedule for Texas. Uh, I really do. Quick break, Walt Tula Road Rage. WCCPFM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Valentine's is approaching fast, so be ready for that special day. Rooster's Men's Grooming Center has everything that you need to look your best for your special date. Get anything from a haircut or neck trim to a seven-step facial shave. This modern classic barber shop has everything you need to look your best. Call 864-884-8920 for your next appointment. Or use the new Rooster's app to see more of the services they provide. Located on Pelham Road in Greenville. When you're looking-